the Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by the Elite Experience Elite Shotguns and is fueled by Fioki. Oh. Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast, coming in hot with everything you want to hear about sporting clays. Guy Fieri. How are you, gentlemen? Thanks for having me. Anthony Matteris Jr., how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Welcome back, David Radulovic. That's a net positive. Brad <laughs> Kidd. Corey Cruz. Thank you for joining us this evening. Now I feel awkward. With your hosts, Jason Rambo. One more Red Bull for you. And Sean Alley. Woo, yeah! Christmas. Let's do it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. It's the Dead Pair Podcast. Dead and now, it's showtime. It's showtime, Mr. Large and in charge. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, how you been, man? Oh, I've been doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm on, the, I'm on the right side of the grass, my friend. I was going to so. say, you said, that, you said that with all kinds of confidence. Yeah, no, it's just busy season. Um, you know, people are wanting traps. Uh, of course, the the demand we just can't keep up for, and it's, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, I wish I had this giant inventory that I could – Somebody calls and yeah, man, I got this on the shelf. It's, just, it's the way of the world, everybody. Everywhere, buddy. I'm telling you, it's yeah, just how it is. It doesn't happen that way. But uh, no, I mean, I'm I'm still willing to help somebody as much as I can if they, you know, as long as they're patient on their orders. Uh, my towers are coming coming along nicely. Uh, getting the all the CAD drawings and everything done uh, for this new design. Good can't deal. wait for everybody to see it. It's gonna be really really cool. Yeah, I can't but, wait. Uh, um, hey, we got to get Mr. Brett Seibert on the phone. Uh, but before we do so, Sean, we have a quite a big tourney talk to get to. Yeah, let's do that. It's tourney talk. Brought to you by Score Chaser. All right, everybody. Utah State at Purgatory, April 25th through the 28th. That's 2024 is now open for registration. Also, the Pilgrim Shoot at Night at the Cardinal Center is now open, one of Jason and I's favorite, oh, yeah. favorite shoots, uh, featuring our dead pair prelim and the first ever task at night. That's going to be awesome. I, I think that's going to be very, very interesting. I can't wait to see what hats, Jake and the guys hey, do Hey, man, there. hats off to Jake for thinking of something new and cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait. And then last but not least, reminder, uh, our dead pair blast at Vero Beach is now open on Score Chaser. Uh, still looking for a few sponsors to fill the bill there. Uh, and also, last but not least, our new Dead Pair HOA blend is now available at DaltonInducedLLC.com. Uh, we'll have a link on our website very soon. Yeah, you uh, you haven't tried the HOA blend, have you? No, I haven't had it, uh, but I'm looking forward to it because I do like a darker coffee. Yeah, it is. I mean, we've had some people talking about, you know, they want a little stronger, darker roast, and it's, it's just that, man. It fits the bill. Good deal. But it's still, like I said before, man, with the hints of caramel on it, it's still like smooth that's Even good it's dark yeah i don't uh, i don't like this the strong coffee that's bitter i just can't deal with that so yeah exactly but um hey lots of good stuff to get to uh let's get mr cybert on the phone can't wait to talk to him ask him some questions about this north central regional uh this preview you know there's we do this because the shoots are always trying to offer something new something innovative something fun a better experience yeah. And um, I'm kind of anxious to see what they have. Hey, just real quick, Sean, before we do get to him, you know, I recently went to uh, Anthony's tournament at the Northeast Regional. Right. Um, man, that guy can put on a shoot now. I'm oh, yeah. You. Oh, yeah. Uh, he really can. Um, just, and I don't think I told you this, Sean. I don't know if it, Jake might strangle me for this one. It might be a little early to announce this, but okay. I'm going to go ahead and let the cat out of the bag because I've teased everybody. All right. Just like Anthony did. It is Northeast Regional. We are going to do a Calcutta 
on the make or break at the Ohio State. Oh, well, that'll be fun. So we're going to Calcutta and auction off top 10. So we're going to have all the details of the payouts and all that stuff. Uh, we've got an episode coming up um, discussing Ohio State preview, and we're going to have Mr. Ricky Marshall Jr. in studio. That's fun. Hope I didn't drop that ball, and he cancels on us. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but no, we're um, – we're at least at the very minimum. We'll have uh, Jake Spangler, who's the club host, and as well as Christina Lodenslager, which is our Ohio State Sporting Clays Association president. That's right. Going to have her on. We're going to talk all about it and bring you those details. But in the meantime, we're talking North Central Regional at Northbrook. Let's get Mr. Seibert on the phone. Right on. The Dead Pair. All right, everybody, back on the show. Brett Seibert. Brett, how you doing this evening? I'm doing great. How are you doing tonight? Oh, doing great. Doing doing real good. Um, you know, Brett, we had you on clear back on episode 84 to talk about Northbrook, but you hosting the North Central Regional, we felt it was important to kind of like do a preview show, let everybody know what's coming up. Um, can you tell us of any changes that you're making to Northbrook for this regional? Uh, we're we're always updating and stuff. We've got uh, actually bought a little little new property that we're going to be using for the regional. We're going to use it. Uh, a little bit and then maybe showcase it a little bit more for this 2025 or I'm sorry, 2024 U S open. Um, we're generally doing maintenance and we're going to reconfigure all the courses. So everything looks different. Um, a lot of, just a lot of club upgrades. Um, the shoots looking up, we've been working on it hard. Uh, and then we're going to hit it real hard. We've got a state shoot, uh, later in June and, uh, we've got all of July and August since we're a little bit late with the regional this year to, uh, fine tune things for the shoot. Nice. Well, Brett, who do you got set in targets this year? Uh, we've got myself, my two sons, Tommy and Cliffy who do a great job and Steve Knoll. So we'll be doing that. Steve helps out with a, a lot of the stuff, the super sporting and Tommy and Cliff are just, uh, really Really smart target setters. They've, they've shot enough targets and set enough targets that they know what they're doing. Okay. Pretty pretty varied mix, or do you guys specialize in anything or anything at your forte? Uh, we, we, we make sure that you get a shot at everything, and we're going uh, to test everything. Okay. In you know, all your skill. Uh, we don't, you know, we, we make sure everything's real visible and challenging enough uh, to, to pick the right winners. Good, good. So, Brett, when you when you host a regional like this, what are some of the key factors that you look for to add to the shooter experience over versus just a normal club visit to Northbrook? Well, every everybody that goes to a shoot, particularly a big shoot, uh, is looking for you know something different. Everybody has their their own expectations and and things things that make them feel good about traveling and spending money. Um, some, you know, some people are there to win a trophy. Some people are there to, to eat, uh, have a good time. Some people are there strictly for the targets. Uh, so you have, a, you have a lot of, you have a lot of, uh, boxes to check off there. So it's important that you take good care of the vendors and the sponsors. So, so they stay involved in the game and, you know, you have to take care of the, the RV, the RV spot people, the, right. the, uh, we've got two parties going on. We've got one Friday night and one Saturday night with dinner. Saturday night, or fr- yes, Friday night, we're doing uh, that Chicago deep dip dish pizza that you guys like. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Saturday night, we've got barbecue coming from the Cross-Eyed Pig. He comes up from Little Rock, Arkansas, and we've got live music, and we've got beer and wine both nights, so we always have a good time. 
Sweet. That's, that's awesome. And our, uh, our staff has been visiting the local food trucks and food truck fairs in the area and eating a lot of the best portable food. So we've got a couple different food trucks coming in each day. Oh, nice. Which nice. Is, uh, makes things a little interesting. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, that's one of the questions I had for you here down the list. There will be food on the off nights of the dinner, right? So if somebody's shooting on Thursday, they can still get a sandwich if they need to before the shoot. Oh, yeah, always. Awesome, awesome. Um, Brett, we weren't there, so forgive our ignorance in asking this question, but I heard you did some kind of super squad type change up on Sunday. Is that correct? You've done that in the past? Uh, we no, we did. Uh, we have not done that in the past. We're doing the we're doing the super squad for the U.S. Open. We're not doing it for the regional. Okay, but I thought you did something different. Whether it was with purse, or I can't remember what you did different. You that exp- was uh, what what we did was uh, that was for that was for a regional, and we did sort of a double master class. We called it MM class, and we had it was for the whole main event. We took kind of kind of. Uh, we, we took the top 40 shooters that we, we figured with, you know, within different parameters and moved them up into their own class. Oh, nice. So we had, you know, we had a, we had a sponsor that, uh, wanted to pay for that. And so that got, it got the regular, uh, what you might call the local masters, uh, a little breathing room to, to still win something underneath. It's almost like a pro class. Yeah. Yeah. It was just sort of a practice, sort of, sort of a test run of that. But but you're not going to be doing anything like that for the regional? No. Okay. No. Gotcha. So now let's talk about everything you're going to have available. I mean, obviously you got the main, the prelim, the fee task, super sporting. Take it from there. Sub gauge. You tell me what I'm missing. We've got sub gauge. We've got sub gauge fee task. Um, all the events. Uh, we've got a, it's a 200 bird fee task. It's a it's a grand slam event, and the grand the grand slam event's been a a, a real successful experiment. It, uh, it uh, basically picks our team uh, for USA uh, shooting team, and we've got we've had two events already, two 200 bird events, one at uh, Northeast Regional at M and M, and we had one a couple weeks ago or just a week ago at the Southeast Regional at uh, Big Red Oak. So this will be the third 200 bird fee task event, old style, and uh, that's a lot for that's a lot for a club to put on. Uh, you know, I'm happy that. Uh, M&M and, and Big Road Oak were able to do it too. Nice. That's that's a lot, 200 birds of feet task in one event. It is, and it sells out every time. It's, uh, you know, more, more clubs would do it if more clubs had the room for it and the, the resources, uh, it would sell out. It's a funny thing that the those feet task shoots sell out a regional, but if you had a 200 bird feet task shoot alone, you'd have uh, 140 people there. Yeah, I, I have yet to understand that one. Hey Brett, so real quick, I was out there last year. I shot. I met you, and I shot with uh, Eric Roden from Bear Pelt. We did some practice when I was out visiting family in Chicago. Um, for those that haven't been there, I mean, your facility is pretty big. How many acres do you guys have uh, on your grounds? Uh, it's seven hundred and thirty-five now. It was uh, we've just bought thirty-five new acres this year. Okay, uh, can, next door to the east. And I remember everything was pretty well spread out. I mean, you had dedicated fee task fields. You had practice fields. Um, I mean, how many different uh, sporting courses can you get on your grounds? Uh, well, we can get uh, probably 12. We, we run typically four full sporting clays courses and various levels of uh, difficulty. Uh, we always have two full parkours up. We have a six or seven bird practice grid with marked mark distances. Two five stands, uh, that leaves us with eight skeet, eight skeet and trap fields. So there's always, 
there's uh, there's plenty to shoot here on a regular basis. Yep, absolutely. I was very impressed with how much room you guys have and how much stuff you got going on. We uh, for the big shoots, the regionals and the opens and stuff, we do do use every corner of the place. Yeah, well, you probably need to. Um, all right, so let's get down to some brass tacks here. Can you talk about the payouts a little bit for uh, this regional? Yes, there's about twenty seven or twenty eight thousand dollars in added money that uh, that's pulled out for the HOA runner up, runner uh, and second runner up on the main, and the concurrent prize money in the main is uh, it's all pretty generous. Uh, and then we have then there's on top of that there's a forty dollars of every entry that follows the shooter in their class. Nice. So. I think it's the fairest way to do it. You know, you know, E-Class has 50 shooters. They've got, uh, you know, they've got 2000 bucks to work with. If master class has 150 shooters, they've got, you know, a lot more. Gotcha. That's awesome. That's, I like hearing that. Um, so I take it there's still going to be like, you'll have make a break with a make or break shoot off. Will that be nightly or like a top eight or how are you going to do that one? He'll do a top eight and he'll usually do one Friday, uh, do one through the week that culminates Friday and one that, uh, one that goes set Saturday for the big one. Okay. Okay. Um, go ahead, Brett. No, that's just, that's just Ed Prackle at Top Gun Sports runs that for us. Yeah. Ed does a great job at that for sure. Yeah, he does. Um, so let's, let's run back and hit some of the basics here for a shooter. that's never been there before. Um, First of all, they're going to fly in. What airport is best to fly into? O'Hare is best. Um, I'd say Milwaukee's second best. And, and if, if you've got a, if you have an airline or and, and you can get to Milwaukee, it's really almost as good. Maybe fifteen minutes farther and a little easier to negotiate. But O'Hare's only forty minutes away, so it's close. Um, Midway on the southwest side of Chicago, a little bit farther, probably an hour and a half. I, I avoid it when I can. um and so what is the the actual town location what is the location of the club it's in haynesville illinois which is uh adjacent to both libertyville and gray's lake okay gotcha all right brett what about about 30 miles north of chicago 35 miles north okay what are the like the nearest places for people if they need to you know get a room hotel that kind of thing where they need to be looking at uh, you look in Libertyville or Gray's Lake or Mundelein. There's a Holiday Inn Express and a Hampton Inn in Libertyville. Uh, there's a Comfort Suites in Gray's Lake and a Doubletree in Mundelein. They're all good, and they're all within 10, 12 minutes. Gotcha. There should also be plenty of uh, dining options for people that don't stay on the ground, so I take it. There's tons, yeah. I mean, you're you're within a half hour 15 minutes anyway there's hundreds of restaurants libertyville we got a real real nice uh downtown uh gurney gray's lake they all have they all have nice restaurants good deal good deal well you know i was going to ask about some of the local attractions but with you having you know live music and good food and beer and wine on friday and saturday night why the hell would you want to leave <laughs> so, <laughs> right right um and in the course you know like like i said you kind of answered that question earlier about uh food that's you know, I think that's awesome, and that's something that people don't think too much about. I mean, you know, we dive into nutrition and all that other kind of stuff in, in, you know, on this podcast and all the things you need to do as a shooter. And Man, I, I tell you, you go to some of these events, and you're there on Wednesday shooting the fee task or Thursday shooting a prelim, and the food's not open yet, and you're going to shoot at 1 o'clock, and you're there at 10, and there's nothing to eat. So that's that's awesome that you're doing that. Hats off to you on that one. 
Yeah, we're, and our kitchen's open to fill those spots too. That if, if you don't have enough for someone to come in, if it's a you know, a, like you say, a Wednesday or something, and and I've had that too, where you're shooting something at nine o'clock on Wednesday and then something at two o'clock, and uh, you know, you get some cheese and crackers or something if you're lucky. Yeah, right, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, what about vendors, Brett? You got anybody coming that uh, worth mentioning? We do, sure. All all of them are worth mentioning. The uh, the tournament sponsors that are also they're they're also sending people uh promatics the the, the event major sponsor uh winchester's uh, sponsored one of the mains clay target vision which is uh, uh pila glasses is sponsored one of the main they'll be there beretta's uh all in on the fetas sponsorship they're coming fiochi browning uh RC from Clay Shooter Supplies doing the Super Sporting. Kriegoff's coming. They're sending they're sending Rob Carlson for for uh, to represent Kriegoff. Uh, Briley will be there. There are our, our Subgate Sporting sponsor Kohler is sponsoring the AFS. So we didn't mention we do have an AFS event. Oh, okay. And uh, Beretta and Vortex are uh, both supplying the Friday night and Saturday night dinner and the practice field is set up by uh, white flyer. Um, also John Woolley from Woolley shootings going to be vending. And I believe drew and Pat Liskey from Orion outdoors. So Very nice. we'll have, uh, have a nice vendor area. It'll, it'll feel like a nice circus and we'll keep, uh, keep everybody active and busy. Excellent. I, I like how you use nice circus. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. You, you mentioned some ammo sponsors there. So I take it. That's not going to be an issue, right? You're going to have plenty of ammo available for everybody. No, we have, uh, we probably have two containers of ammo on the ground right now. So we've had, we've been lucky and worked hard to make sure we have plenty of ammo. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, golf carts. Is there a limited supply? Do they need to hurry up and get in on it? Or do you got a plenty or what are you thinking? Um, we've, we have not had a problem up to date. Those things are kind of fluid. I know we have enough, uh, Everybody that's registered now is covered. Um, I wouldn't wait till the day of, but uh, you know, a, a week or you know, a month before, I'd make sure I had a golf cart. Yeah, gotcha. And, and Brett, I know you touched on this earlier. Just real quick, uh, for those that may be interested in camping, do you guys have sites there on your course to camp, or is there other places nearby? Uh, there, there are two uh, state campgrounds probably within 25 minutes. We've got uh, we've got a, we've got quite a few spots. I believe they're all taken by now. You know, with with uh, with power, and we do have uh, pretty much unlimited dry camping, and we don't we don't even charge for that. If somebody's can you know run their own run their own generator and take care of their own water. Gotcha. Okay. What about like uh, raffles, door prizes, anything big dimension? Um, all of that stuff. None of it. You know, none of it's uh, none of it's been determined yet. But we always do a couple of nice deals like that. Okay. Gotcha. Um, anything we have, uh, else? We have nice, real, real nice trophies ordered and, uh, and we'll have a nice shooter bag for the, for everybody. Okay. Any other events like going on during the shoot other than the dinners and the open bar type stuff or not open bar, but you know what I mean? The alcohol beverages being available in the evenings? Uh, no, nothing that I I'm aware of. You okay. Know, not yet. Gotcha. Um, yeah, just kind of touching base here, trying to circle back on everything we've got here. I just want to make sure we're not leaving anything out. Have we, have we forgotten anything or failed to mention anything? Um, I don't think so. Uh, well, I, I tell you what, if somebody has a question that we haven't asked, what's the best way to get a hold of the club? Uh, just you can, the best way is just uh, email info at org. Okay. 
and they'll get a prompt answer. I'll make sure and put that email link right down in the show description. So, you know, if somebody's driving down the road and hears this and can't write it down quick enough, it'll be right in the show description. They can reference it and pull it right up on their phone. So, um, Brett, I mean, sincerely, I appreciate it very much. You spending some time with us. I know you're busy. You got a state shoot you're getting ready for, and then the regionals not too long after that. Um, I know you're a busy guy and we appreciate you taking some time to talk with us. Um, Maybe I know how busy you are, but maybe if you get five minutes on Saturday night, you sit and have a drink with us for a minute. So I'd be happy to. I'm always always happy to spend time with you guys. Well, we appreciate it. Looks like it's gonna be a great event. I just pulled up Score Chase. You guys are just flirting with 700 entries at this point. So hopefully, we'll yeah, there's quite that. quite a few that aren't uh, that uh, are not uh, squatted yet. So that's gonna that'll pop up and should be the should be the biggest uh, regional to date for for the North Central. That's awesome. Good is deal. there a target number you're you're really hoping for or looking for? I, I'd like to get seven fifty. We've uh, I, I don't think we've gotten. I think I think where we're at right now is the biggest we've had. So I know we'll get another fifty, but I'd like to see seven fifty and keep up with some of these other big regionals. Yeah. Well, real quick, while we got you on the phone, Brad, if you don't mind, I would like to ask about that. What's what is, what is your take? And I know. You know, you, you've been around the sport for a long time. You've been very instrumental in the growth of the sport and helping out with some things. I mean, I know you helped Mark out with AFS and all that kind of stuff. So what's your take on the temperature of the sport right now? Are we headed in the right direction? Do you think we're missing some things? Or is it the growth that you expect to see with this economy? What, what's your thoughts? Uh, I think, honestly, we're doing real good considering considering everything, the political and the economy and, and all that stuff. I, I, I What I see right now is uh some of our some of our usual shooters might be shooting a little less but most most clubs and most events are getting new shooters uh we're working hard to get new shooters and a lot of women shooters and youth shooters so i feel like we have maybe more people shooting a little bit less than we had and i think that's i think that's going to continue to be a trend that uh people have less and less time and things cost more and more so maybe they maybe they shoot more than they shoot 500 birds instead of 600 birds at a regional yeah and uh, but we get but we get 20 percent more so if i think if everybody's working hard to bring in new members and expose people to the sport that uh, we can keep a we can keep up a steady growth so maybe the same attendees but not quite as many side events type thing i, I think i saw i think i saw that last year um you know just with the price of ammo the price of gas and uh price of everything you know that yeah. everybody's up against I, I think you're getting that i think some i think some guys will, will shoot a lot for five six seven years and then decide they're gonna shoot what they really like you know and maybe yeah. not maybe not go nuts and shoot 40 make a breaks and uh, <laughs> right we've all, we've all done that right oh yeah absolutely uh so i think you know people just get a little smarter about it and and uh make it if we can just make it more fun for more people we'll all be fine yeah i mean it's it's kind of a testament really if you think about it i mean if you think of any other sport and you tell someone that the price of everything involved with that sport is going to double over two years do you think it would still grow their answer is probably going to be no and the fact that we have sustained growth even though everything has doubled ammo target gas prices everything's doubled and we're still growing so um i think it's a positive thing you know I think so too. I think when it uh, when it all shakes out a little bit and everybody gets used to things, we'll be in good shape. Absolutely. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Well, thank you again, Brett. If there's anything you can think of down the road that we left out, don't hesitate to get a hold of us. We'll make sure and get it included. Uh, we will put your email address right in the um, 
right in the show description. So if anybody's got a question that we didn't ask, um, they'll be sure to reach out to you. But uh, thank you again, Brett. We'll see you there. Uh, Sean and I are signed up. We're looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, very much looking forward to it. And uh, thank you again. All right. Well, we'll show you a good time. And thanks for thanks for letting me call in. No worries, Brett. Have a great night. We'll see you soon. You too. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. The Dead Pair. You know, Sean, I... I know you were there and you practiced everything. You didn't shoot a tournament, but you got to experience a little bit of Northbrook. Yeah, it's a very nice course. It's a big course. Yeah. They got plenty of room. Um, I shot with uh, Eric Roden again from Bear Pelt, and he's a member there. Yeah. And he loves the course. Yeah. I mean, he's there shooting all the time. And, I mean, it, they have really nice grounds. They have very good terrain. Uh, got some beautiful areas where there's lots and lots of uh, trees, lots and lots of terrain, hills. They built up um, some hills and stuff to uh, to add to their course. But overall, I was really impressed with how much room they have. And well, I'm I'm stoked. I'm anxious to see it because, like you said, Eric's a member there, and he's told me you know a hundred times how much he loves the place. Yep. And, and uh, I'm excited to see it, and I get to see it in full force. You know, during a regional. Right. But uh, yeah, it should be a good crowd. Um, they have a nice clubhouse. They got a cafeteria, like he, like uh, Brett was saying. So if they have that open in conjunction with the food, I don't think there's going to be any part of the day where you're going to go hungry. Yeah. Hey, we have, uh, not to interrupt you, Sean, but we got to get Kevin to Michael on the questions for the coaches. Absolutely. Um, the booger just texted me a minute ago. Now, what do you think Kevin's doing right now? Oh, let's see. Hunting, fishing, shooting. One of those three. Uh, <laughs> I think you hit it right in the middle. I, I know Kevin. He's wetting the line somewhere, but let's see if we can get him before he gets on the boat. Got it. All right. Once again, the pleasure of Mr. Kevin to Michael on the phone. Kevin, how you been, buddy? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Ah, staying busy, busy, busy. Is it is it ducks, clays, or fish? What are we slaughtering today? Well, you know, definitely got fish on the brain. And I'll be honest with you, when these uh, trees start blooming down here, I got to be thinking about these turkeys. And <laughs> I just so happen to be headed down to around Lake Okeechobee next week to hunt Osceola turkeys. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, very cool. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Yep. All right, Kevin, I'm going to go right into it here. So Brian W. from Arizona writes, what is your typical maintenance or cleaning like on your shotgun after shooting a tournament? Do you do something quick like a boar snake or run a few patches down the barrel, or do you go all out and do a full clean on the entire gun? And then he says, or do you wait until you get a certain amount of rounds, like 500 or more, and then do a full gun clean? Just wanting to see what the pros recommend. Thanks. Okay. So basically I'm kind of like this. Okay. So if I'm ever going to put my gun back in the case and it's going to spend overnight in there, I want to apply oil on all the metal that I've touched because of the salt, sweat, whatever in our hands. And and if you don't do that, um, you know, you're going to get those little rust spots that are hard to, hard to get out. Okay. Now, as far as cleaning the barrel, Man, I'm going to be perfectly. I'm going to be perfectly frank with you. That don't happen much, okay. As far as running a boar snake down it, it may be once a year when Kriegoff gets a hold of it. I ain't much on worrying about now chokes, maybe, but the barrel. I mean, come on, you know. I mean, I see a lot of people doing that, but I, I don't know about that. All right, uh, maybe the chambers if I see a little a little stuff in there. Um, so basically, back to his question, I'm going to wipe it down every time I shoot it. But as far as breaking it apart and getting all the 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 gunk out and putting grease on it probably every 500 rounds um now probably one of the most important things that you, you that most people need to know is if you're out on the course and you've got a little rain okay because i've seen this happen to a bunch of guys you got a little rain your gun ca- case gets damp 
and you're like, well, I'm just going to go back to the hotel room and you take your gun and you put it in that damp gun case or the gun's damp when you put it in the gun case. And well, let's stop and get something to eat. Well, then two hours goes by and then you're going to pull out an orange gun. Okay. Yeah. So if that joker is even thought about being damp or the case is thought about being damp, don't do it. Ride it in the truck to wherever, get another gun case, wherever, but don't put it in there and let it stay in there any period of time because I've seen guys have to get the whole gun reblued just over a couple hours of being in the gun case. Wow. So wow. That's uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it. If, if it's a hot day and you're sweating and you're touching the barrels, just make sure you put some oil on it and wipe it down before you put it up. That's good advice. Yeah, now, absolutely. We, now I'm, I'm talking over and under only now. The auto is a whole different animal. When <laughs> I had an auto, I cleaned it every time I got done with a tournament. You know, I mean, like thoroughly. Sometimes in the middle of the tournament, you know, if it was if it was uh, if it was starting to act funny. Got it. That's a whole that's a whole different animal. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point too. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this guy here, uh, it was anonymous. Uh, he says. He has a misaligned eye dominance and has been to see Dr. Colo. He says he does not want to switch hands, but still wants to shoot with both eyes open. Now, his his questions here is multi-part. It says, how would you approach him and what would you tell him to do before he came to see you? And then what would you do in a lesson with him? Uh, and, then okay. he, and then he finally wraps it up with what would you want to see him to continue to focus on after the lesson? Okay, so what we got here is a guy that I, sounds like, well, let's just call him right-handed, and he's left-eye dominant, okay, is what it sounds like, all right? So the first thing I'm going to do with him is check that, all right? I'm going to do is the little ideal where I make sure that that's what's going on, okay? Because some people, you know, they think it's the, the eye, and then all of a sudden, it's the gun fit. Their, their right eye is hitting behind the receiver or something like that, okay? So first of all, we're going to establish that, if, if it's the problem or not the problem. Okay. Now, if it is, all right, I'm actually going to get that guy to shoot with both eyes open a few times and see how bad it really is. Okay. And if it is, which you see a lot, if it is just left eye taking over like crazy, then we're going to have to use, you know, basically I carry uh, in my little, I, I'm still the guy that carries the planner instead of using the phone. Like it, I'm holding it right here. And I've got a whole stack of different colored dots that I carry with me, light, dark, all that sort of stuff to kind of pick the glass color or whatever it might be. So then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put a dot on him. Okay. And with that dot, these are, these are kind of transparent that I use. They're not like totally blocking the eye out, but they're definitely going to make the dominant eye take over. And I feel like that's way better than closing an eye because at least you're seeing stuff out of your peripheral. Once you start closing an eye, trying to shoot, there's a lot that happens. Number one thing that I see the most of is your depth perception is all jacked up. You can't tell how far away stuff is. You start aiming. You start seeing way too much barrel. All kind of all kind of crazy stuff going on. Right. Okay. Now, as far as what he's going to do leading up to that, um, I, I don't I don't know what what we can do as far as leading up to that till I actually see. Him. Now, after that. You know, after I talk to him, you know, then we can run through, okay, this is what I want to do. I would like for you to keep shooting with this dot. As time goes on, I'd like to see that dot shrink down, 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 till maybe eventually we can train it, your eye to see like we need to. Some people can't. Some people end up being able to do it. Um, so that, that's kind of what, what I would, the process I would run through with a guy with eye dominance. Well, sounds like he's got a long road ahead of him no matter what. 
Well, it's tough. It is. Yeah. I mean, when you get an eye dominance, it's it's definitely putting you a touch behind the curve. It can be overcome. It can, but you're going to have to work harder than the guy that doesn't have that. I mean, that's just a fact. Yeah. That's just a fact. Yep. Gotcha. Well, Kevin, if you got time, I got one more I'd like to try to sneak in here because this is a pretty good question, too. I don't know, man. They're biting pretty good. All right. I'll, I'll make it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I'll make it quick. Come on. All right. Um, as a new shooter, I'm having trouble with my mount. I feel most comfortable pre-mounting, but see most of the top shooters are unmounted or have their head off the gun when they call pool. Is there a disadvantage to pre-mounting that I don't understand? That's from Penny O in New York. Yeah, so I, I, a lot a lot of what I see, okay, I'd say a good majority of 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 these kid shooters, okay, these these 15 or 14 to 17, 18, okay, most of them start hard in the gun, okay, which is not terrible. It's not something that I'm trying to break them right away from, okay. But what happens is there's some presentations when you're glued to the gun. All right. When you're glued to the gun, it's blocking your vision and you can't see the bird come to the gun to feed your brain the information it needs to connect to the target. OK, so as I see these kids, you know, we'll start out first a little bit. I won't do anything that all of a sudden I'm like, all right, now we're going to start leaving the gun in the pocket. But we're going to start moving our head off that stock a little bit. We can see the bird, especially if you're a right-handed shooter with a left-hand uh, bird coming from the left side. Okay, a lot of kids keep their eyes and the gun glued together. All right, then the bird pops in your peripheral, then you make a knee-jerk reaction and try to kill it. But a right-handed shooter with a bird coming from the left, they'll just simply take their head and turn it and get their dominant eye over there and see the bird come to you. It's a it's a major uh, it's a major attribute. It, it definitely will help. Um, as far as these unmounted guys, okay, when we're talking about unmounted, he's basically talking about a cheated mount where you may have a long drawn out bird where I wouldn't say you had a fetus mount, but the gun is maybe touch off the shoulder just to touch. And basically what that shooter's doing is he's basically engaging the target a little later and having his vision clear early all the way up to the whole point, then easing into the gun and matching the speed. So I would tell this guy, if he's really comfortable with pre-mounted, work on being pre-mounted, being able to separate your head from the gun on certain presentations. And then when the bird's working toward the whole point, you're merging with the gun and the bird at the same time and then connecting to the target that way. Because I'm sure there's certain presentations that this guy, this person seeing mounted in the gun that, that he can't see the target well because the gun's in the way. Okay. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. There's only a few presentations where I'm starting hard in the pocket and head hard on the gun. And it's usually a trap bird going away. All the other stuff, I'm going to be a little bit cheated where I can see the bird over the top of the gun to start with, which I think is critical. Yeah. I've, I've found a lot of value in that in the last few years, actually. Because because Sean and I were hard in the gun when we first started. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And it's like, man, well, you you always hear over and over, head down, head down, head down. Which, yes, okay, I agree at the shot. All right, right. But leading up to that, we might not need to be head down. We might be able to look at this bird for a minute and then ease into the gun and go with it. Right, I agree a hundred percent for sure. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for explaining that. And thank you for taking time out of your busy day. We'll let you get back to the fish, buddy. Yeah, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all very much. I enjoyed it. All right. See you, buddy. 
You know, Kevin just cracks me up, Sean. I'm sorry. Dude, I he's just, a good dude. I always enjoy talking I, to him. Oh, my God. That guy is hes hilarious. Um, but you know what? He's got some good knowledge, and, and we're glad to have him on for questions for the coaches. Definitely. definitely. Um, speaking of which, and I think we – we should have dove into something a little bit. Maybe maybe Kevin would have been a good would have been a good person to ask that. Sean, you're new Kohler. Yeah, um, you're you're starting to find your way there. You kind of lit it up here last weekend. Shot yeah, ninety two. Yeah, took one first. In, yep, took first first in double A. So that was definitely a big move, and that's that's kind of what I've been working towards. It's like okay, at some point this has all got to come together. I mean, it's a it's been a drastic change on my sight picture going mm-hmm. from the high rib uh, DT eleven down to the mid rib. Uh, you wouldn't think it'd be that big of a deal, but it is. Yeah, um, especially like I know I've done it. Low crosser, yeah, you did. It's been a while though, so I hope you remember that. No, you, I don't want to. It's like you got to reprogram your uh, brain. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I mean, I'm finally getting where I feel pretty confident with it, and I was trying to be natural and relaxed, and I was very happy with how I shot. So no arguments there, and I'm just looking forward to getting better. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time we get to the regionals, I'll be doing a lot better still. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. I hope you punch right out of double A, right into Masters. Oh yeah, back and forth the ping pong yeah. game. Yeah, you go right ahead. You get you some of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hey, look, I gotta have an excuse for my poor scores, dude. It's all good. I we all tell, have our I good tell, days and bad days. You know that. I can tell everybody it was intentional. It's my lie. I'll tell how I want to. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you know what? Um, Good on you though. I, I'm. I love seeing you in the color. The gun. The gun looks awesome. I love that gun. It's um, a beautiful gun, and I will say they do a very fine job of putting those guns together. Yes. Um. Uh, you know the fit and finish. And speaking of finish, part of that finish is you being fitted. So. Yep. Uh, looking forward to seeing what you can do with that gun when it is 100. percent Yeah, it's still a little bit in the Frankenstein stages right now. I've got washers and shims and stuff on the on the butt pad, trying to get my pitch exactly where I want it to be. Uh, and I still got to find time to get the gun over to Rhino to get my porting done and all that stuff. So once I kind of get all that stuff dialed in, which should be all done before the regionals, hopefully I'll be. Well, you got about a little less than a month. Um, yeah. Well, Rhino's coming into town here in the next couple of weeks. So I'll go see That's that what I mean. A little less than a month. Yep. SCTP. So, um, you know, <laughs> you better get that thing tuned up. I'm going to tell you why. I'm let me, tuning. Let me, let, me just, let me just explain this right here, right now, because you're getting called out. Right here on the air, in front of everybody, called, the whole world called out. Yes, the whole world, the whole world's hearing us Are right you now. Threatening me? I yes, I am, <laughs> and I'm promising you right now, right here it is. Stamp it, everyone. All right, pay attention. Two hundred and fifty dollar bet paid to kids and clays. Okay, okay. When we have the dead pair blast. Down at Vero. Okay. You and I are going to go out. Of course, now this is not registered, obviously, because we're the ones setting the targets. Right. And you and I are going to shoot the course. Okay. The main course. All right. I don't know which course, but we're going to shoot the main course. One of those. One of those. And may the best man win. Now, who's... Oh, wait a minute. Let me ask you a a critical question. We need to have an intermediary. So, who's that going to be? Brian Palmer. Okay, so we're just going to drag Brian along, and he's going to play play a game with us, right? Brian, Brian's going to be there. Doesn't have he, a choice in the matter. He, he's he, just going. He doesn't understand. He's Ashley's filming it. We see. I'm nominating all kind of people to do things that they don't want to do. You've thought about this. I, apparently, <laughs> you've had some time. I, I've dreamt this up. Oh God. So here we go. Right, dead pair of blast. Vero Beach, December first and second. When all the shooting's done, the registered targets are done flying. You and I are going back on a course. We're going to have Ashley film it. You and I are going to shoot, and the winner is going to collect $250 from the loser. Okay. That means I'll be collecting $250 from you. Okay. It's your and story. I'm, you tell me what you want. And I'm paying it directly to Kids and Clays as a donation. Got so, it. 
Got what do you think of that? I think that's a great Deal? idea. Deal. Shake. Shake on it, man. All right. Shake Nobody on. can see that, but we just shook on we it. Shook. We I, shook. I can testify. My hand's all sweaty. We got we got enough freaking uh, listeners that they'll hold us to it. They'll be asking the questions. Who won? Who lost? I mean, they, they want to know. No. No, we're not going to announce. They need to be there to see it. Oh, for the love of Pete. They need to be there. Why wouldn't you want to go to the Dead Pair Blast at Vero Beach in December in Florida? I'm talking after the fact. We're going to have to at least. No. they Everybody should be there to witness it. Okay. But for those that aren't, Ashley's going to film it. Okay. I see. We'll put it on YouTube. I, I'm with you now. I'm picking up what you're laying down. And since I do all the editing, I can only show the shots that you missed and the ones I hit. Is, <laughs> is that how it's going to go? I was wondering what your angle was oh, on this whole thing. God love this game. I love it. Uh, well, hey, listen. Um, isn't that like auto-tune or something? It is. Okay. So, but no, thank you very much to Elite Shotguns, uh, providing Sean Alley a beautiful color to miss targets with. <laughs> God. Fiocchi ammunition feeds that beautiful color. It does. And Sean makes his gun go bang and smoke and still miss targets. But hey, Jason Rambo hits a man, they smoke. So it's my lie, I'll tell it how I want. I was going to say, I've heard some giggles before, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know the major difference between you and I, Sean Alley? When I put on a bear pelt vest, I make it look good. Okay. You make it look like a tent. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Just, We've all got our place in this I'm world. I'm giving you, man, I'm full of it uh, tonight. Hey, I'm going to give hey, all the big guys out there, you, if you want Jason's email, just hit me up. I'll yeah. let you, I'll let no, you go ahead and give him all kinds of love. Don't worry. Oh, every, no, no, no. You've already started down this path. Every every time we have a guest topic or subject that nobody likes, I get railroaded. So, <laughs> But no, thank you very much to Bear Pelt Vest. Um, working on a dead pair vest. Uh, going to be available to everybody, hopefully sooner than later, <clears throat> Mr. Alley. Yep. Um, Atlas Traps, man, love me, love me, love me, some American-made Atlas Traps. Um, Sean Alley, you've got to see the Atlas Traps in full force when I mounted them on those Rainier clay bots, exactly what they can do. Oh, I bet you it's wicked. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. That's a big uh, big man's radio control car, right? It, the only difference between men and boys is the price of their toys. Well said. <laughs> well said. Well, all right, Sean. What do you think about those Rangers, dude? You've had your reacts for a year now. I love them. I think uh, from my experience, I love them. They're the best lenses out there as far as what I see and how yeah. I see things. And listen, everybody, I've been getting a ton of emails about the Ranger React prescriptions. I know that I have the experimental pair. I'm sorry. I probably should have never announced that. Uh, everybody's hounding me. When are they coming out? When they, I really don't know any more than you do. Um, I really don't. Um, hopefully, we can get Sarah on here soon. Um, she can answer those questions. Uh, Sarah Daco from uh, yeah. Randolph. Fingers crossed. And we'll get her on here soon. I I know they're working hard, but I, I guess if nothing else, you know, there's a positive and every negative. The positive is they're not going to let it go out until it's right. Right. And they're working really hard to make sure it's right. And good so. on them for that because there's no no reason to rush something when it's not right. Right. Um, OtoPro. The gals at OtoPro. Yeah, absolutely. Um, could not even begin to thank them enough. Hopefully, so. they'll get, get back with us soon. I, I know that they talked about getting out on the road and maybe visiting a couple shoots this year. So, hopefully, they're still planning, yeah. planning on doing that. Yeah, I know. We, we had no less than a half dozen people come up to us at uh, Jack Links and be like, hey, you guys got other pro hats on today? At here? least. You know? yeah, so. I was going to say more like a dozen or two dozen, but that was just me. You hear that, Dr. Grace, and you get your butt to a tournament. So. <laughs> <laughs> called out somebody that is at a lot of tournaments and somebody that if you guys have not visited is rhino chokes these people i'm telling you what 
Sean Alley. Some of the finest guys out there, man. Scott I, and Matt do a great job. Yes. Jody's in there. I mean, they're just a great team of people, and they got a great product, and they're just absolutely number one customer focus. Yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys. I'm really looking forward to Jody buying dinner when he comes up for SCTP. Right on. Uh, Vero Beach, of course, that's where we're having our Dead Pair Blast. Yep. Uh, get signed up on Score Chaser. Yes. We are going to be throwing some white flower targets for sure. Uh-huh. Uh you know, Absolutely. You know, I, I thought about that the other day. We, we've we made that joke a million times about them producing a product that you get to blow up. And the only thing comparable is fireworks. Yeah, that'd be another good business model. Yeah. Of course, that's a much shorter window of time. It's a much shorter. But see, that's the cool thing about White Flyer. They're there year-round. Yeah. They're available you for you. You can bust them all year You can round. blow them up all you want. <laughs> of course, Don Grant. Thank you, Don. Uh, we got some really cool stuff coming up with her. I was talking to her the other day. She wants to do a little something with Joe Skull, and I think this is going to be awesome. Um, Joe's got some things he'd like to talk about, and it's kind of interesting to hear uh, you know what? I, wait till everybody hears this episode. It's going to be really good. I'm uh, going to have Don Grant and Joe Skull on. Going to dive into some things that have kind of been missed a little bit. Something, something in particular we haven't talked a lot about. So, look for that episode coming out. But Sean Alley, you know what do we talk about every week, buddy? Very simple. Get people out there. Take them to a, a clay shooting club. Put a gun in their hand. Show them how much fun this sport is. It sells itself. It's not a hard thing. Take them to a charity event. Take them to a registered tournament. If you guys are already shooting, why aren't you shooting registered tournaments? It's a lot of fun. If you like to compete at all, it's a blast. You get your buddies together. You go out, shoot a tournament. Maybe go after afterwards, have some wings and a couple beers. I mean, it's a great time. Yeah, but you know what? Even if you even if they don't catch the tournament bug, not everybody's in the competition. No, and like I, that. I get that. I but get it, that. at least if they can go out and enjoy the sport for what it is, I think that's what's most important. I, I just have always liked to have something to chase, you know, some kind of a goal. And if you do compete, uh, it gives you another level of target presentation. Like the mm-hmm. stuff you see at your normal club is one thing. When you go to an actual tournament, it's another. You know what? That, that brings up an interesting fact. And Toby, I know you're listening, buddy. I'm going to pick on you. Toby Tom Play did, yep. did our intro and outro here for the podcast. Just had his eyes open. He just had his eyes open. He went to the Southeast Regional at Big Red Oak, and he was like, wow. He's like, you know, I, I thought I was a pretty good shot. Again, he shot was shooting locally there in Louisiana. And he went to a regional, and it was like, holy cow, man, you guys are right. And I'm like, dude, that, I mean, that's that's how you grow as a shooter. Well, he told yeah. me, he said, I was talking to him on the phone the other day, and he says, yeah, so Thursday went, and he goes, yeah, that's the toughest targets I've ever seen. And then Friday morning, I go to the course, nope, those are the toughest targets <laughs> I've ever seen. And then Saturday, nope, those are the toughest <laughs> targets I've ever seen. So, yeah, yeah, it gets tough, and it, it is kind of hard, but that's how you that's how you improve yourself. That's how you get better. Talk, talk about diving right in. He was squatted with Anthony Matteries. I know. How lucky is that? We haven't even shot with Anthony I know, yet. right? Come on. So... Lucky dog. Yep. Anyway, hey, listen, enough of this. Sean Alley, we got a lot to come up with. We got a lot to do between now and the next episode. So until next week. We love you all. Can't wait to see you back here on the Dead Pair Podcast. We'll see you next time on the Dead Pair Podcast. The Dead Pair. The Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by Elite Shotguns and Vero Beach Clay Shooting and is fueled by Fioki USA. The Dead Pair theme song was written, arranged, and produced by Toby Tomplay. Special thanks to the following sponsors. Bear Pelt, Rhino, Odo Pro, Dawn Grant, Atlas Trap Company, RE Ranger, and White Flyer Targets. 